Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast, Two Twenties. Hey guys. (laughs) As you can probably tell again, that is not Charlie. I'm a little bit of a podcast hoe at the moment. I have a new guest on every week, but um, this week we have my friend Em on, Emily Pike. Um, You probably know, if you follow me on Instagram, she's my best friend. Um, We pretty much spend every single day together. So, Em. Say hello to everyone. Hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is so weird. We're just in my lounge room sitting down. This it is, is very weird. If it's a bit like rusty at the start, then it's just because we're just getting used to it. Um, but this week's episode is going to be all about anxiety and like how to support your friends through anxiety. That's why I've got M on the podcast because there's honestly no one better to talk about this than I guess me and her and our experience because um, we'll go into it a little bit, but um, yeah, we've we've experienced a lot of <laughs> a lot of this in For the sure. past year <laughs> and year and a half, um, which we'll get into, but. Charlie is still sick. Um, sorry, Charlie's not still sick. Um, Bambi's still getting a little bit better. So we wanted to give her another week off the podcast just to make sure that, you know, everything's okay and that she's not stressed about this. So she'll be back next week and she will explain everything that's kind of gone on with Bambi and her being in hospital and stuff and being so sick. And um, we have a really good episode next week planned. So she'll be back next week. It'll be probably a very long episode, but in the meantime, we have M on the podcast, and yeah, so M, uh, introduce yourself. What do you do? Um, are you single? Are you in a relationship? Where do you live? What do you you know? Give us a rundown. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> so I'm M. I'm 22 years old, the same as Ab, um, from the Northern Beaches. We're like 10 days apart or something. Yeah, something like, weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm at university at the moment. I've been what, there for four years now. What do you study? Event management. Yep. Um, and do you like it? Yeah, love it. It's been a long, long a journey, long, a long I feel time. Like you've been doing it for forever. I've been there forever. It's because you've been doing it part time. Yeah, I've been you? doing part time. So yep. it should be done the end of the year or latest, beginning of next. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm currently working at a social media and PR agency in Sydney called Pilot. Yeah, you've probably heard of it. It's a socials by Pilot. Yeah. There's a abroad, abroad by, by Pilot. Pilot. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you love that. Yeah, I'm obsessed with it. It's How so, did you so good. start working there? I actually met um, my boss, Georgie Rafferty. You guys probably know of her. Um, at a shoot once and I was working for another company, but I wasn't enjoying it too much. Yeah, because so. you had to do interning. Like we've mm. spoken about on the podcast before, interning is your way in the door. You had yeah. to intern um, some like for for, for uni yeah for uni a certain amount of hours like me and charlie had to do and then you got an internship with georgie yeah i did and i completed my hours with her and now she's offered me a job so i'm loving that she's Guys, great interning is the way to go yeah seriously couldn't recommend it more yeah so you're doing that how many mm-hmm. days a week do you do that so i'm doing three at the moment but yeah. picking up another day soon so yeah. it's Beautiful. perfect for me so love that mm-hmm. um and what else about you? Give us something um, else. Well, I'm not single. <laughs> I'm in a relationship. She's with one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I've been with my partner for probably like two years now. Yeah, so. Getting on to two years. And Ab actually introduced me. <laughs> I, that is actually a, a trip. <laughs> a bit I of a cute about here. that. <laughs> I did introduce you guys. Yeah. Um, so Em's partner, Tex, uh, we were really good friends. Yeah. Um, and then still good friends. Still good friends. Nothing's happened. We're still good friends. Um. And yeah, I introduced you guys one time. You came up to the castle with me. <laughs> oh, very wild, very wild story. story. Um, which we will get into at some point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and you guys hit it off. And I know he's great. Bloody love him. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what does he do? What do you so know? he plays football for yeah. the Newcastle Knights. So you guys are kind of like long distance. Yeah, we do long distance ever since we've met. He's from Newcastle, obviously. So. Mm. It just works though. Yeah. Can't complain. Good relationship. Great relationship. Great bloke. Shout out to Tex. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Tex. <laughs> um, okay. So I think that kind of summarises Yeah, that's you. honestly well, all I'm of me. I'm trying to think of anything else. <laughs> what you um, see is what you get. Yeah. So M is, um, she's quite like Tegan in the aspect. I know we had Tegan on last week. Very chill. Very chill. Mm. What a star sign are you? Sagittarius. I ask everyone this and I'm like, I don't actually I have, know. I know nothing about it. I don't even think I'm like a Sag. 
very like <laughs> adventurous and stuff and I just <laughs> couldn't be far from that um yeah that's true but um me and you work so well we have such a good yeah, friendship because like I said with Tegan she's very chill Em's very go with the flow very mm. non-confrontational no no not at all and we'd rather die than confront someone oh, seriously so I'll do it for her so um yeah. Yeah, I think we we work really well. Um, we became we've been friends for like since we were like in your fourteen, thirteen, yeah, or something. It's been ages. But we haven't really we weren't really close. That mm-hmm. like we've always had a group of like six of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and we weren't really that close no, until I would say like two years ago we got really close it was when because I of text. yeah because yeah. I introduced you mm-hmm. to text and then we were like hey yeah anyway um (laughs) um and we were just spending so much time together and then we had lockdown and it we just spent every single day together in lockdown when we say 24 7 like it was 24 7 like you know how you could go out and walks for an hour whatever (laughs) like we were just like because we live like around the corner from each other and we spent every single day together and I think that's where the this episode is going to go mm. into um you were there through literally lit- you're there literally every single every day every single, single day, day for um months. when my anxiety got really bad especially in lockdown um which and is was understandable there. yeah like a lot of people would have experienced that um and was there like every single day so that's why she's mm. going to we're going to talk about that how you can support your friends um ways you can help your anxiety and all that kind of stuff so before we get into that Oh, we also got questions from you guys as well about anxiety and all that kind of stuff. So we'll answer that after um, at the end as well. And we also have our pep talk. So that'll be exciting. Exciting. <laughs> um, so Em, what did you do on the weekend? What did I do on the weekend? So my partner text came down well, to Sydney. Say my partner, we sound so. Formal. I know, like what am I? My boyfriend. I don't know. <laughs> my boyfriend sounds so like. I know. Um, yeah. So he came down. He hardly ever gets to come down, but yeah. the past two weekends. He's been able to. Beautiful. Which yeah, has been you're exciting. always pretty much going yeah, up there. Yeah, because he never gets time off. So yeah. it's always me doing the traveling, but that's Great okay. girlfriend. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so he came down. So we had a really nice, chill weekend. I hadn't seen him for like three weeks, yeah, four weeks. Yeah, we went because, to Hawaii. Yeah, and went we to went to Hawaii. Hawaii. How did you like Hawaii? Loved Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> food wasn't great, but no, food, it was... Yeah, it was a fun time. We had a good time. Yeah, so he came Excited down. What did you yeah, do? Yeah, he came down. Um... We played mini golf, oh, oh, so <laughs> which was lots of fun. Um, I lost, unfortunately, but that's okay. Text would be so competitive too. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> it's like a whole nother level. Um. Anyway, so yeah, then we went to dinner one of the nights, which was nice. Where did you go to dinner? We went to Garfish in Manly. Really? If anyone knows, knows that, that place. Is that the one um, that's across from the mm, wharf? Yeah, was it's it good? good. Yeah, it's really good. It's like seafood. It's okay. good though. Um, and then he went home on Sunday. But and then... Yeah. You came over here on yeah, Sunday. I did. We had yeah. fishbowl. We had fishbowl. Yeah. Love fishbowl. Um, we do love fishbowl. Everyone that I'm friends with loves fishbowl. I do. <laughs> what did, <laughs> what did you get up to on um, the weekend? I actually just completely forgot what I did. I went out on – oh, I had the Glee Market store with Liv. Oh, you did too. That was fun. We met – oh, my God. We had – Did like, you meet a lot of people? Yeah. Oh, two, um, two girls came up to us about the podcast and oh, – or me about the podcast. And um, one of them got a photo. Oh, she was so cute. She got um, a photo. Yeah. Oh, what a sweetie. Um, so that was really nice. And then that night Liv came over. We went out uh, just around here, went for a couple drinks and then wasn't a big night. And then on Sunday, had some work to do back over in Manly, um, did a sauna. Tegan, ran into Tegan after <laughs> she had a huge night. Of course, <laughs> what else? Um, I've hardly seen her. She's been MIA, so... Anyway, hopefully I get it back next this weekend. <laughs> Probably um, And yeah, that's pretty much what I did. Um, what are you doing this weekend? So I'm going up to Newcastle on Friday because yep. Tex is playing. Oh yeah, so Tex plays sometimes yeah, in he, first grade. Yeah, so he trains with the first grade team, but he does reserve grade sometimes. But yeah, but he's playing this week. He's playing this week. So very up exciting. Being <laughs> so that will be fun. Um, are you probably, staying there all weekend? Yeah, I'll yeah. probably come home on Monday. Yeah. So just have a nice chill weekend. Nothing, nothing planned. Beautiful. What about you? <laughs> I thought you'd never asked. 
Uh, actually, what am I doing this weekend? Um, seeing Charlie on Saturday, which would be nice. That's We're going to go um, go for a little walk in Bondi with Bambi, hopefully, um, and just chill, catch up. I haven't seen her for ages. Want to make sure she's all good. And on Saturday night, um, Teague's, Emerson's back from Hawaii, so me, Teague's and Emerson are going to dinner um, and probably go out for a drink Has or something. Has yeah. Oh, cute. I didn't know that. She was. You were here with her. Really? Yeah. When? when we went to that um, five by Flynn oh, party for Fashion true. Week. I forgot yeah. about that. Oh, cute. So, um, yeah. So we'll be going out or going out. Um, we'll have to cheer Teagues up a bit. We, which we'll, we can speak about later down we the track. Um, and yeah, I think that's what we'll be doing this week. And that'll be nice. That's about it. Um, okay. So we do a segment called. It's, I always say that's not called know, it's anything. Not. <laughs> it's just <laughs> what do you love last this time? Week? <laughs> what is your love this week, Em? Okay, so my love this week, I feel like I'm a bit behind <laughs> on this like trend. Yes, you are, because <laughs> I know what your love is. Yes. Um, so it's called It Ends With Us. The book. By, the book, sorry. Yeah. It's a book. Um, it's a great book recommendation for anyone interested. Yes, if you have been on TikTok in the past six months or anything <laughs> everyone's read this book has the purple yeah. flowers on it it is by colleen hoover her books are yeah. amazing i've read so Everything. many of them now <laughs> um but yes that is a great recommendation yeah. um Do it's only it? taken her about five years to oh, read i know i know but it's great i'm glad you i'm proud of you, you got thank, there you. thank you thank um, you and well, my love this week, yeah, not your last. <laughs> it's like, uh, <laughs> she's trying to host as well. She's doing a good Sorry, job. Sorry, guys. Um, my love this week is my office space. It's finally coming together. It looks stunning. Yeah, it's, I got a mirror, I got a, uh, a chair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I'm trying to like put together this flat pack thing. It's not working that well. But it's, oh it's made me really motivated mm. to do work. Like I'm really, I love just being in there. And yeah, it feels like to a have separate, your own space. separate to like my living mm. space, which has been good. But Love um, that for you. Okay, we'll get into the episode now. Like the the not the good part. Not talking about not, anxiety. Not great. <laughs> not great. Um, but just for a little backstory of why we're going to do this episode, I think um, not to make it all like I just I think it's helpful to hear when someone else has been going through anxiety and like how to like get past it and that it does get better if anyone out there is kind of struggling with that at the moment um but of a little bit of an overview I've always kind of struggled with anxiety throughout my whole life um and in the past like it was it was in the past two years like mm. not really in the past year I haven't been mm. it's been fine but there was a period and it was during lockdown and stuff that um my anxiety was really bad. Like it was quite debilitating. I just, and M was there every single day. Yeah. <laughs> um, I saw it all. Yeah, it was, and I think it would be good to get her perspective on how she felt that she could help me seeing me like that every day and like what kind of worked because honestly M helped me so much. If I didn't have you during that, I would have been fucked for, for mm. lack of a better term. And... um. I feel like lots of people would have experienced this during lockdown. But before we go into like kind of delve into it, I just want to – anxiety gets thrown around a lot, like Mm. the term anxiety, like, oh, I have anxiety or like, you know, whatever. But there's a big difference between having anxiety, like an anxiety disorder and being anxious. And I feel like um, it's it's not – yeah, anxiety is just thrown around a lot. I know, Em, you you get anxious. Yeah, over I'm very sometimes. like situation yeah, dependent. Yeah, exactly. Which is exactly what being anxious is. So the difference between being anxious and having anxiety is anxious is situation dependent. Like you get nervous about a first date, yeah. or you yeah, like, that's normal. Like you just feel anxious mm, about like oh my god, sure. you're going for a job interview, or you know stuff like that. And it's very situational, situation dependent, and it's like. It makes sense yeah. to be anxious about yeah. that. An anxiety disorder is when it doesn't make sense and it's kind of like for you no know reason. Why you feel like that. For yeah. no reason. And it's like, it's like, uh, it doesn't match the circumstance. Mm. Like you're like worried and all these, uh, it's irrational to be fair. Like yeah, it's irrational no thoughts. And 
and it's it's also can affect your day-to-day like if it's really affecting your day-to-day and how you go about your day and living and all that kind of stuff and socializing and all of that then that's when it actually is a problem and there's some ways that you can fix it and there's mainly like three kinds of anxiety disorders which is like general anxiety which is just like constant worry and anxious thoughts about certain things and then there's like social anxiety which I mean some people experience to a certain degree as well it's like like worrying about social settings meeting new people that kind of stuff which I've experienced as well and I know a lot of people a lot of the questions that have come in are around that and then there's also like panic disorders like people that work themselves into like a panic attacks and like I have people that are really really close to me that have really bad panic disorders and like watching someone have a panic attack is like quite yeah it's very it's very very intense it's scary because in their mind like everything they're feeling is so real that no one can really talk them out of it it's really hard to talk someone down from like having like an anxiety attack or a panic attack because all these thoughts in their head feel so real to them like they sound irrational to someone else but to them it's like so real and some people almost feel like they're dying like Mm. it's like it's crazy it's that scary to them but um I probably should have put a trigger warning at the start of this episode to say that we're going to be talking about this stuff if you are going through it it may be a little bit triggering if you're going through stuff right now but hopefully it also helps you and gives you some tips to kind of get over it or you know I'm no expert and either is M but like if we just share our experiences and what helped us, maybe that will help someone else. So from a friend's point of view, Mm -hmm. how can anxiety affect, like seeing your friend or someone that you care about with anxiety, how does that affect you? And like, yeah, like like yeah, how can you support? I yeah, guess, for your sure. Well, that's it. a great question. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> so I feel like for me, for someone who doesn't struggle with anxiety, yeah, it was very fucking hard. It yeah. was confrontational, mm. um, very intense, and like I've never been brought up. Like no one in my family has anxiety. I have. I honestly like no one even talks about it. No, I feel like in the past like few years it's been such a thing. 100%. Like you learn about depression at school, you learn about like everything else. Yeah, but anxiety it's not, not really so much. no. So for me, I was like, what the hell is this? And like, of course, I get ang- anxious about certain situations, yeah. and I feel like I've been able to identify that recently because of yeah. you and because of my girlfriends who have it. Honestly, I feel like. Um, yeah, I feel like you have mm. uh, exactly what you just said because we speak about – we've spoken yeah, about it so much and you're like, oh, on. I'm feeling anxious. Like, yeah. everyone texts me and be like, I've woken up, I feel anxious exactly. today. yeah. Can't so. put pinpoint why. We talk through it and then it's fine. Like, yeah, it's good to have a chat yeah. about it and just be like, okay, and you know that you're not going crazy. Yeah. Like, you know, you're like, okay, I'm just going to go with this the flow. Like, I'm yeah, having a bad day. day. And just roll with yeah. it. Yeah, and then and you know you'll feel fine yeah. in, in a Yeah, and that's how I am at the moment now. Like, my anxiety isn't bad. No, not at all. We have anxious days. We just kind yeah. of like, we just um, really get each other in that aspect. But, For sure. Um, M is very, uh, like, I, I've i never seen M cry. No. Like, not <laughs> once. In a whole, however many no. years of friendship, I've never seen M cry. Yeah, no one's me seen on me the cry. Other. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen M cry a few times. Um, so she's very, like, I don't know like what you just like I'm not like closed off but I feel like I've just always I don't like people seeing me vulnerable vulnerable yeah and not that I really ever do get upset like I I feel like I'm pretty fine most of the time but I just hate it but I'm so fine when my friends are open with me and like can cry like I'm will do what I can but has seen me like just to paint a picture M has seen me like bawling my Mm. eyes out like this is pretty morbid but just to see how uh, how bad it got yeah like me like dry reaching into the no, toilet like hyperventilating so with my mum there just because of my like I've just with worked myself on. into such yeah. a panic and anxious state that I just like f- physically so make myself feel sick and Em's been there through that and it's just like from your point of view seeing your friend like yeah. that it's like it's so hard and like as I said I don't suffer from it so I have no idea well I had no idea what to do yeah and it's hard to help it's hard to know what to do mm. or to try and help someone when and you don't know yourself there's no right way to help someone and usually there's not really much you can do no. but from my point of view 
as like f- for what helps me, f- what my friends do, just having M there. That's what I was gonna say. Honestly does wonders like she doesn't need to say anything she doesn't need to do anything yeah just having her there like I used to even if I was just having an anxious day and I was just like I don't want to be alone Mm. and would just come over we wouldn't even really talk about it we would be in silence for hours hours. maybe say one word and just like it's just having someone with you having someone with you it honestly eases us so much and I just I will never thank Em enough for because it was pretty, pretty, sh- it was pretty shitty times, and I'm so glad that I'm out the other side of it, and I have for been sure. for a while. But if you are going through it, having someone there, or if one of your friends is going through this kind of stuff, just being there for them, like you don't need to actually do that much. You don't need to tell them that, yeah. like try and fix it for them. You just need to be there, let them know that they can come to you. You can just sit there in silence and whatever em mm. and i used to go on drives all the oh. time <laughs> they're honestly a therapeutic so i love a good drive when even I'm, when em was feeling anxious, i know i yeah. used, i have done it for years like yeah. i just go in the car blast you got music. me onto that it's just the best thing we used to like it was just like it'd be like eight o'clock at night and we'd be like i am anxious anxious get her out like, of the house so we'd just go like where we live we'd just drive around all the beaches yeah. and then blast some music, drive back. And it helps so and it much. Honestly, it's just so therapeutic. It's a distraction. Yeah. And it's and, nice. And we could just like chat or even not chat and just sit just there. Just chill, yeah. The amount of times we have gone on drives is actually ridiculous. Oh my God. But they help. So that's but all that honestly, matters. It was just lockdown was just like so fucked. Oh. Um but yeah, so I think if we should go in we should go into some tips for people who do struggle with anxiety I know these are some of the questions that we got but for me things that really help me is just like breathing Mm -hmm. like just if you're I mean this is if you're like really in a panic state just breathing and just telling yourself this will pass like it's it's just a bad day this isn't like it's like your mind is playing tricks on you trying to tell you that like everything everything that you're ever worried about is going to come true like you know what? Mm. And in social situations, I find like I used to kind of work myself into like I would not go to things just because of like I would think of all these things that could happen and then like all the bad s- things. Yeah, yeah, like say I was like like when I was going through my anxiety, going to like events and stuff would make me so anxious because I would be like, well, like they don't know that I'm anxious. I don't want to go without M, and yeah. like <laughs> I don't have an escape plan. Like it For just sure. the thought of being in that gives me more anxiety so I just wouldn't go and I think but as scary as it is putting yourself into into those situations actually makes you like realize that okay it's not that bad it's just your mind it's think of worst case scenario it didn't happen like it honestly wasn't that bad and it will give you the confidence next time to be like okay well last time it really wasn't that bad Mm. so I can go and do it again yeah exactly um what do you think um for someone that struggles when you're having an anxious day like Mm -hmm. obviously you don't have anxiety as such what helps you okay so I feel like what helps me is definitely knowing when you're kind of like spiraling or like you know acknowledging yeah acknowledging like okay I'm feeling anxious I don't really know why but like as long as you're being like true to yourself like okay this is what's happening you know, Being maybe kind doing, to yourself. Yeah, maybe doing something that makes you feel good, like, you know, going for a walk or seeing a girlfriend. Yeah. There's certain things that kind of fill your cup and that make you yeah. know make you feel good on the inside. When you're having an anxious day, do that. Mm. Like make time for that. Like you always text me and say, like, I'm yeah. feeling anxious, I'm feeling off. I today. always tell someone. Yeah. Like I never used to because it just wasn't a thing. But yeah. now I'm like, okay, cool. Like I can tell Ab always. or I can tell one of my friends and exactly. it makes you feel better. And just like, even if you're like hanging out with someone, having them know that you're having an anxious day. So you're not like feeling Being a bit quiet yeah, or something. Feeling anxious about like how you're going to come across, you're coming across, like just the comfort of that letting people know is honestly so, so freeing yeah, yeah it is so freeing and I think like we're so good with this because we always text each other and we're like we're having an anxious day well let's go do this let's go for a walk yeah. let's go get a Cali press let's go but the coffee's <laughs> yeah, probably not adding to that <laughs> probably don't have coffee but it makes us feel good yeah, it's like, the little things it's just the little things let's go do this let's have a good day together let's go do a sauna I love saunas yeah, when I'm feeling so anxious good. or like 
It just gives me That's a reco, guys. Yeah. A sauna. <laughs> a sauna. Get onto that. It's just like doing things for yourself, doing a face mask, having some fishbowl, mm, watching Netflix, watching some YouTube, just like doing things that actually really help you. I would say getting outside is huge oh it's the best because I know you don't want to yeah and like I'm the same I'm like no I just want to sit down and, and just watch cur- tv or yeah, do nothing but you need to really push yourself and it just changes everything it honestly the doing a workout yeah is so good yeah if you can get yourself sometimes in those states you're just like that's, you don't even want to and yeah, I understand but even so just good. going for a walk or like just getting some sort of endorphins going yeah. is just so like so good so helpful it will make you sometimes like sitting inside it just makes you feel like the world is so small mm. and that you're just like it's all you can think about yeah, is just how you're it's feeling just consuming and so getting outside getting into nature you know what seeing other people just kind of going about their day and being like okay the world isn't ending today yeah, <laughs> like <not> today <laughs> yeah. and like things are still happening life is still going on nothing has stopped like if you're so consumed by your thoughts and everything seeing other people go about their day and that you know nothing has changed is actually so helpful yeah for sure. and um yeah so I feel like that's like a few tips that we have I'm trying to think having a bath we love yeah we love a good bath (laughs) what we used to do in lockdown we used to message each other we would have a bath and you put put our phone phone away in the other room and get a book get a book light a candle movie maybe Oh, I'd love to bath. That I was know. that I was don't our have thing. a bath now at my new place. Yeah, mm. our bath is a great yeah. either. My <laughs> bathless. Yeah. But if you do have a bath, highly recommend. That was so good. Yeah. Um, reading a book, getting a good book, something that can give you a bit of an escape from reality, a little bit I agree. like something that like you can delve into that kind of puts your mind off things. And I can't believe we haven't even spoken about this. Get off your phone. Oh yeah, that's that the number one, one tip. But oh. I know that's all you want to do. Like when I'm anxious, I just want to scroll. You mindlessly scroll because you just want to be doing something. Something to distract yourself. But yeah. that's what's giving you anxiety. anxiety. Yeah, like, like oh yeah, making you anxious. Yeah. It's just even just um, having a day where you don't go on your phone or just you know Setting I remember limits. in lockdown or when we were like coming out of lockdown and we would Sundays we would just. Mm-hmm. not go on your phone I would put all my social media notifications off we, we would still just go have, have them a turned good, off too yeah. we would just go tip. have a good day and like enjoy ourselves um go on a little adventure yeah and just doing stuff like that's uh, as, as good as social media can be and like I love it for certain purposes it can be so anxiety inducing yeah it can. and so I just think get off your phone is probably the first thing you need to do get out in nature do something good for yourself surround yourself with good friends mm. and just yeah, I feel like that is our hot tips. Our hot tips. But <laughs> we'll go into some of the questions that um, some of you guys asked and hopefully we can answer them um, about some of them about anxiety and all that kind of stuff. So the first one was how did we meet? And I think <laughs> this is obviously not about anxiety, but I think we've kind of sp- we don't really know exactly we, how I we know met. we have no idea. But but when we were like younger, 13, we're from the same area from Manly when we Everyone used to just hang at the beach. Yeah, like, Queenscliff Beach. Yeah, was like the Em place and I to didn't go. go to school together. Nope. Never went no to school connection. together. Um, but we've been friends. Yeah, I think it was Queenscliff Beach. We, we just had a huge group of like boyfriends and girlfriends yeah, and we just used to hang, hang out. Hang out at the beach every weekend and that's how we became yeah, friends. And then we just got into a smaller group and a smaller group and it's where we are now. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of good. It just got cut and cut and cut. (laughs) And And now here we we are. Like Cam and Liv and all that. Yeah, now there's a. I remember six I, of us? Yeah, I remember I bought Liv to the beach once because she wasn't from like yeah, our area. Not from this and I'm like, hey, this is my yeah. <laughs> um, So just a weird, weird way we met. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, and by the way, we are having Liv on the podcast in a couple of weeks. So I know you guys have been asking for that, but she's coming on. We're just waiting for Charlie to get back. But um, okay, question number two tips on staying on top of health and fitness when you're feeling run down. I can relate to this yep. so hard right now. Mm. I don't know what's happened to me, but I am so off the gym. Yeah. 
I think I've burnt myself out Same. mentally and I don't know why because I was like on such a roll. Mm. Like I would go to PT oh, three or four so times good. a week. I loved it. And I was like trying to build muscle. I had a goal. And then like I literally woke up one morning and I was like, no, not happening. <laughs> yeah. It's honestly, it, to be fair, I think it's this weather as well. Yeah, it's the cold weather. The yeah. fact that I moved away from you. We, em and I used yeah. to go to the gym together all the like At all like our, five in the morning. <laughs> yeah, and do Concept G, like our fitness, we always did together. So yeah. So we had like someone to keep us accountable. Yeah, so we had a gym buddy. <laughs> yeah, so our tips would be be kind to yourself to start with. Like if you're feeling run down, you're feeling run down for a reason. Yeah. Kind of listen to your body and start with like slow movement, like going for a walk and going for a walk with a friend and having like a friend there to kind of keep you accountable of like yeah, just moving your body in some sort of way, whatever way that is, doing some yoga, doing some at-home Pilates. It doesn't have to be like this strenuous exercise. It's good to have time off anyway. Like Honestly, I had a solid like what a month or two months off of like not doing anything besides walks and now I'm into Pilates. Yeah. Slowly going back to the Wait, gym. So you, you've been through it like a, mm. and this is what Charlie – Charlie and I's episode is going to be about next week, like health and fitness, getting back into it and all of that. There's so many different, sometimes you feel like you go through stages, all I want to do is lift weights. Yeah. Like you've been through that. <laughs> but it's me. like, all I want to do yeah. is that. And now it's like Em's in her like a little Pilates era. I'm in my little wholesome. <laughs> and sometimes you just want to walk. Sometimes you, Em yeah. and I started running in lockdown as well. Oh my God. <laughs> we actually cannot go there. So it, honestly, mixing it up is so beneficial. That would be my fitness tip is mixing, mixing it, it up. up having like, you not that everyone can afford Pilates, but you know, at, at home workout or yeah. gym or walk or just something. Yeah, just mixing it up is is so you so don't burn helpful. yourself out yeah and you don't get bored of doing the same thing and yeah. then you lose motivation I think that was my thing I was just bored of what I was doing I wasn't seeing too much of a change it yeah. was just the same thing every day yeah so changing it up is our tip yeah definitely and giving yourself rest as well when you need it oh definitely that's the biggest thing ever yeah um number three what are a few of your favorite ways to distract yourself when you're feeling anxious I think we have gone into this a little bit but mine would be um, getting off your phone, reading a book, um, listening to podcasts. Sorry, I don't even know why. I, even though I'm on a podcast, <laughs> or, I listen to so many podcasts a week, like yeah. fifteen to twenty podcasts. I'm a week. done mine in like yeah, an same. hour. Everything's done. Yeah, I'm like, can, see, can people like <laughs> bring, bring more some stuff more out? Um, love listening to podcasts. It kind of gives you like just an escape. Um, surrounding yourself with friends. In summer, going to the beach, going for mm. an ocean swim is honestly, some people don't live near the ocean, that's fine. Going for a swim, doing something sort of like that helps me, helps me personally so yeah. much. Um, and what about you? Any I would be you? pretty much the same as just, you know, getting out, doing something. Getting seeing, out of the house. Yeah, getting out of the house is just the best thing ever. You know, I love going for a drive as we spoke about. <laughs> Go for a drive. Seeing a friend. Get some... Get a drink on the way. Go for a drive. Eat just food do, in the car. Yeah, just little things is yeah. what you can do. But you just need to accept like this is how you're feeling and it will pass. Yeah, it might just be a bad day and yeah, not fighting just roll it. With it. Don't no. fight it. Don't don't try and be don't the most productive person ever. No, just be like, yep, okay, this is me today, and, and then you'll is, feel better tomorrow. Yeah, it's you always feel better the next day. Like you yeah. always like, okay, I'm. Like, I'm fine. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> um, after a breakup, how to deal with constantly being anxious about what you're going to see and hear about your ex. I feel like this is really common. Like, I, so I feel common. like a lot of people do experience this. And, I mean, I've experienced it before. I'm sure uh, – I know, Em, you yeah. have, kind of have it. Kind of have it. I feel like you're better to touch on this one. Yeah, I think um, out of sight, out of mind for me, don't go – searching for information that you know is just going to hurt you yeah. um and I know some sometimes you can't avoid it and people would just tell you stuff thinking you that you want to know things. Just, you know I think letting your friends know that you don't want to you don't want to know set boundaries you don't want to see yeah you need to set boundaries and I think I did that like uh coming out of a relationship or my relationships I've always been like I don't want to know anything or like I just just out of sight, out of mind, mute them on social media, I would say, just so you're not constantly – I mean, I'm following them. I think them that's, that's the best tip is the mute button is, is does wonders. Got, <laughs> everyone's muted. saviour. I, I used to just mute abuse everyone. it sometimes and just mute every single person. Oh, it but honestly like, helps though. It honestly helps so much. Don't go searching for things. Um, 
yeah, like out of sight, out of mind honestly helps so So much. much. Try not to see them in social situations too. Like don't, if you know as much as... Like if you do want to see them, yeah. as hard as it is, don't go to things that you don't know that go looking go, for, for it. it. Yeah, it doesn't help. It's no one has ever gone looking for something like that and felt better afterwards. Yeah, there's <laughs> no way. It always goes. But south. just accept that you probably will hear some things and it's gonna hurt, but it will get better with time. Like that kind of stuff mm. just takes time, and as much as it sucks, um, doing those things will kind of make it suck less I yeah think. just being the better person in the situation and yeah. you know ne- not doing anything wrong yeah just yeah being respectful being of each very other, respectful of is each all you can do well. yeah like in your instance as well being respectful of what you do in case they find out yeah. not saying like stop living your life but you know mutual respect for each other goes for anyone. a long yeah it goes a long way um how to deal with social anxiety in group situations and meeting new people um I would say, like I said before, try and just put yourself out there. Try and just go to the first event that you're really anxious about because chances are you would have had nothing to worry about and it's going to give you that confidence to go the next time and it's just going to build your confidence in that aspect. But I would say go with someone that you do feel comfortable around. Like say I was going to an event and be like, Em, you're coming with me. (laughs) And, um, And make sure that I would also say make sure you have kind of like not an escape plan, but like you, you have can get away if pl- you want in to. Place. Like, say you're going to a, a party or meeting new people and everyone's drinking, maybe just have two drinks and drive so you can leave. And yeah, that's a good, obviously, good if plan. you can drink and drive, um, yeah, and make like you have your car there so you can leave just knowing that you can leave whenever you want actually gives you such peace of mind and you probably won't even end up leaving it's just knowing that you have somewhere you like can. when I was used to feel really anxious and I was just it was coming out of lockdown and everyone was going like we're going to social things again and all of that I actually every time I remember it so clearly I was going to a drinks with a few girls that um I like were friends with but they weren't like my close friends and I was like I want to go but like I'm it was out this way and I was still living in Manly and I was just like I want to go but like going out there drinking I don't know how I'm gonna get home I don't I and so I literally said to my mum before and I was like I need to, I'm not going unless I know how I get home. And mum was like, if you need to get home, you just call me and I will come pick you up. And I didn't, I had the best night ever and I didn't, I didn't even worry about that. But just knowing that like you, you could have go something, if you wanted to, yeah, yeah, is I think is my biggest tip. And really try and put yourself, really try and do it because I promise you it's not as bad as you think it will be. Yeah, it's nice yeah. to be able to push yourself. Yeah, sense. and then meeting new people, honestly, makes you feel so good afterwards. You're like, wow, like, you know, yeah. and now I've met someone else and, you know. Anyway, uh, next question. Anxiety around my boyfriend going out and how to build trust. That's a good question. I feel like yeah. a lot of people would unfortunately have that issue. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm not in a relationship. Yeah. You- well, I don't – I. I really trust my partner, yeah, so like I feel like I'm very not that I'm lucky. I, that's how it should be, but that's how it should be. And honestly, but I know it's not always the case. It depends if the anxiety is like you are just you have anxiety yourself, and it's something that you're working on, or they've given you a, re- a reason to be anxious yeah. in the past. I think that's a different thing. If you've like had a previous relationship with like infidelity or trust issues, or you know anything yeah. like that, then you definitely have a reason to feel that way. But if your partner's done nothing to you, I just don't like. Yeah, it's just it's hard. You, it's something you need to reflect with yourself. Yeah, but I think also open communication. I think oh, hundred percent. I think telling your partner I mean if they're a good person they're gonna like understand telling your partner that maybe it's not about you you haven't done anything to make me feel this way but it's just how I am from previous relationships or just in general I have bad anxiety if you could just send me a text like give me a few Mm. updates throughout the night of how your night is or whatever feels right to you guys I think just having open communication and like I said like just having someone know that you feel anxious is kind of like it 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 helps in um and just so they can be aware of it and they can and if they're your boyfriend they care about you they're going to want yeah. you to feel 
better. But if this is because of something that they've done in the past, then you have every right to you feel have every that way. Right to be, and they should be doing everything they can to, to make, make yeah, to build ease the trust those, to ease those anxiety and get that trust back for you. So I think that would. Yeah, that's yeah. probably all you can really do. Yeah. Um, what type of exercise helps you with anxiety and releasing stress? I think going on a walk for me. Yeah, I think a walk is the best one. It's like the simplest way to do it. You know, sometimes yeah. when you're anxious, you don't want to do a massive workout. You just want to sit on the couch no. and be lazy. So a walk, you know, even just up the street, yeah. something simple will Pilates. really help your mindset. On Pilates the, too as on well. On the other spectrum, it depends kind of what, like anxiety is different. Releasing stress. I love boxing. <laughs> we love oh my god we we're not box. great at it but it's actually so, so therapeutic fun. like just you know punching a bag or punching m Pun- yeah. <laughs> punching each other it's great it's actually no a hundred percent if you can stress. do it freaking do it <laughs> endorphins release help you release stress so much like even going for a run i know that's like mm, i hate running yeah. but like during lockdown it makes yeah. it gives you endorphins and it makes you like it clears your mind. Mm. It really does clear your mind. So I just, agree. just getting some endorphins going, whichever way feels good to you, I think that is the best exercise that you could do. Just find what works for you and implement that every time you feel like you're spiraling or yeah. anxious. Even if it's dancing around your living room. Yeah, just blasting music. music and, and that honestly, is so anything. therapeutic, blasting <laughs> music and just having a sing and a dance, a dance or party. whatever. Just do whatever <laughs> is best for you. Um, what can friends do or say when you say that there is nothing anyone can do to help. I think this is a big one. So like- Very big one. So like, yeah, I guess Em, I've, I'm going to ask you this question. Yeah, of course. What What do you feel like So works? I guess it's very like, everyone is different. Everyone who suffers from anxiety will have a different way that they want, you know, comfort or help. What I found that works with Ab is, as we said, is just like, you know, just being there. Just we honestly could not speak for hours, but it's just, you know, the comfort. Yeah. Also, just like when they're not in an anxious state is just like having an open conversation. Like we've had Mm. lots of conversations and I've been like, look, when you're like this, what can I do to help? Or like what works best for you? It's very proactive. Like Emma's very proactive about it. Because I, as I said, I don't understand it at all. So it's good for me to be able to be like, look, what helps you when you're like this? Yeah, like what, what can do we do? Yes, that's a really good yeah. point. So I think Asking them when they're not in the ang- mm. anxious state what actually what they would like, what helps them and how they can help you, I think that's a great way. And sometimes there's really nothing that you can you do. Can't. That's just, what I found. There's yeah. nothing you can do, nothing you can say. It's just honestly being yeah. there. But just from my point of view, being the person that's going through it, just having them there, even – if it's not physically, if I'm just texting her being like I am just knowing yeah. that she could come over at any time For or sure. like, you know, and I think that's the biggest just being there and just that's enough. It honestly is enough. And I think yeah. you can just tell your friends that, that, you know, there's nothing you can do but just being there for me and knowing that you're there is comforting. Yeah, 100%. Um, how not to how to not overwhelm your friends with your worries and concerns? Um. I do get that in a sense. Like yeah. You might feel like you're being annoying or yeah. you know, you're overwhelming your friends and stuff. But from a friend's point of view, it's your friends you'll just do anything for, you. for your friends. Yeah. So They just want yeah. to make sure that you're okay. And if they understand anxiety to an extent or you try to explain to them, they will understand that it's not a ra- – it's not – It might not be real to you, you but it's real to, to them. them and, and you need to help them, you know, kind of – wrap their head around what's going on and being real about it yeah and I think if they're your friends they're not going to get overwhelmed and they just want you to kind of be in a better state yeah and I just think I just don't think that's a thing I think your friends are going to want to help you yeah that's probably you just overthinking the situation that's the anxiety anxiety coming through through. (laughs) um but I promise you your friends just want what's best even if you just have one good girlfriend or boyfriend that can really help you with it rather than bombard not bombarding but you know what I I love love all my girlfriends Mm. like I have the best friends but I they don't know half the shit that Em and I went through so if you just have one person you can really unload and they're you know that they're gonna not tell anyone and you're like safe to have a conversation with them then you need to do that I feel and make sure that their mental health is good too like I wouldn't have unloaded all this on Em if she was also (laughs) going going down (laughs) we're going down together going down together um and kind of like being uh, 
I always I can understand actually because I always is like our um, I was so worried that Em and I's friendship was becoming so draining for her as well because every time that we would hang out, I would just be like so anxious yeah. all the time. It came to a point where there was literally like every time we were together, I was just yeah. like my mind was elsewhere. And it was, I was really just, sad to see, but it was never a concern for me. Like I just wanted to help her as much yeah, as I could. And she, and she did. And we're out the other end. Yeah, she's um, great now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thriving now, but um. It honestly gets better. It really does. And just having that support person, just that one support person, mm. I feel like I had you. And then obviously I had my mom and my sister as well yeah. who are really good as well. Um, but having that one person that you can just solely rely on. I think is the best option. Yeah. Um, the last question, if you've spoken to a professional therapist, did you find it helped? Um, I have in the past spoken to um, a, a therapist, psychologist, psychologist, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, after my dad passed away, we had to go see, um, like, my whole family saw some people. And I did for a couple of years, um, like, different ones, tried out a few different ones. I honestly didn't love it. Mm-hmm. I feel like it induced anxiety a little bit more for me because the thought of going there and, like, talking about my feelings and, like, having life. to get sad and everything. And honestly, it helps people. Some people, it helps so much. I just think at the time... It just wasn't for me. I much prefer like speaking to Emma about mm-hmm. it or speaking to someone. I don't know. That's just what works for me. But I know um, professional help is so beneficial for people that have really debilitating anxiety. Like that, uh, that would be the first thing I would say is go see a professional about it and how you can help. But they'll actually give you ways to implement like coping skills coping mechanisms. and mechanisms and stuff like that. And not to like. Like I, when I was feeling anxious as well, I was seeing um, my naturopath and she gave me some stuff, like some natural stuff for my anxiety and it helped so much. And I'm not against like, um, like getting medicine or whatever for your anxiety. I think um, that can also help a lot of people too. I have a lot of people that are really close to me that are on um, medication for their anxiety or depression that really help them so it's each to their own I think if it if it is affecting your day-to-day and you're like it's becoming like quite consuming then seeing someone about it I think is even just one session just to like see yeah someone else's opinion that doesn't have like you know it's a an bias. unbiased yeah. opinion I know when I was going through it you were like I really think you should see someone mm. about it and it honestly is like yeah, I think even just one session, you don't have to keep going back. Yeah, yeah I think that's a great point. But um, it can definitely help people. Because um, people close to you have opinions on whatever's going on, if it's yeah. like a friendship, relationship, work, whatever. Exactly. So it's good to sort of see someone who doesn't have any opinion on anything. Yeah. But then again, your friends are always great to talk to about it. Yeah, I think that's a great point. That having the unbiased view and opinion is an unjudgmental like not that your friends are judgmental or anything like that but sometimes there can be some underlying because they know that have the personal further details yeah yeah um but yeah uh those are the kind of questions or most of the questions that we had some um came through a few times and I hope that helps t- even just one of you um with dealing with anxiety it does get better I just want to say that because like Em can attest to this. I didn't think it was going to get better. Like that no, was like it was yeah, it was really bad. And to be honest, I didn't really see like we didn't see a light, light at the end, end of the, of the tunnel, tunnel for quite for a, a while. while. But it's so yeah, she's so much better now. Yeah, and I just I just want yeah, if you are going through it um, at the moment, I hope this helped you. I hope this you know message us if it did. Like I would love to. Yeah, please guys, message me. Um, <laughs> message Em. Um, let us know if you love uh, if you love that kind of um, talking about this kind of stuff. I know it can be a bit draining sometimes, but I think it's really beneficial to have open conversations about this this kind of stuff. Definitely. Um, but we're going to go into our pep talk. Exciting. <laughs> um, Emma hasn't heard it, but um, no. I think this one goes really well in with the episode. So it says, hey girls, I have a lot of anxiety around going on a first date. I've never been on one and I'm an inexperienced. I've been talking to a few guys from dating apps and have been asked, but always brush it off. It makes me nervous, but in other all other aspects of life, I am confident. We'll go to cafes alone, hang out with friends and public speaking. Any tips to help with this? Should I go? 
God, this is such a good one. <laughs> I Not that I can relate no. now, but oh my God, yeah, I first, feel this <laughs> so hard. <laughs> the first time that I, um, you were going to meet Tex. This is a wild story. Yeah. So Tex and I were talking for like ages on, yeah. you know, text and Instagram and stuff. And obviously yeah. we didn't meet each other because he was in Newcastle. Yeah. So the first time I ever had to meet him, I had to stay the night. Yeah. And so... Um, and I'm not like that. No. I am so like... Yeah. So, it, okay. She didn't have to like do anything. Oh, no. <laughs> for, for a little bit of context, um, the... Um, my ex and Tex were mm-hmm. living together and so M was coming up with me <laughs> and this is the only way that they could really meet. Yeah. And so... I brought her up and like she's not just going to go home back to Sydney yeah, after just for just like meeting. an hour yeah. hanging out. <laughs> so, but we all also had an escape plan if yeah. like she didn't like him or whatever. Like I had my car, yeah, everything was every, okay. It was fine. They hit it off like yeah, it was, the rest is history. Yeah. <laughs> but the the drive up to Newcastle, she was like a she was I don't like, speak to boys. Like no. I am so no. You were in a relationship for like 6 yeah, years before so this. Yeah, so I had no idea and like I just Started this talking the to first text. boy she had spoken to. So I was like freaking out, yeah. as you can imagine. <laughs> and it was a two-hour drive yeah. up there. I was like turning there was back a lot every of head second. Noise. Oh yeah. Um, but you got there, and it was look what amazing. happened. It's just like getting through that first like initial, initial meeting is and, scary. Like, me like going on first dates now. I've been on a few. They do get easier as you do they them, do. but they are so scary. But you've just like I said, you've just got to. You've got to go head first. Like, what have you got to the, lose? Think of the worst case scenario in your head. Be okay with that. Be like, okay, if I tripped and fell straight in, like, yeah, yeah. just accept <laughs> it. Like, okay, and, this could happen. If this, you know, if I absolutely despise him and I never want to see him mm. again, you don't have to. Like, it's exactly. just like the worst thing. You're not worst tied possible. to anyone. Yeah, just go in with no expectations. I would say. And just go and do it because it's going to give you the confidence to go again. 100%. You've got this girl. I really... Can you, you have to go. Yeah, Tell us you, if you go. Yeah, can you go? <laughs> and um, you're a confident... You seem like a confident girl. Just go be confident. Fake it till you make it. And To be fair, they're probably feeling the exact same way 100%, too. 100%. They'd be shitting if themselves. If not worse because yeah. they're the ones who organise it. Yeah. They kind of have to, you know, in a yeah. sense, feel like they have to live up to this yeah. amazing day. Yeah. So just... You're both in the same boat. I don't think that there's any reason. Like, I, I know I'd be nervous too, but... No, I think of it like that. There could be amazing things that come from it. You never know. You never know. So, please go. This is... You have we're to go. You you have have to go. go. <laughs> we're telling you, you have to go. You have to go. Got no You've choice. Got no choice. <laughs> uh, okay, I think that wraps up this week's episode. Thank you so much, Em, for coming on. Thank you for having I me. I really like this. I feel like it was very therapeutic No, for it was. Too. I feel good. Um, I hope, um, yeah, like I said, I hope that helped you guys. Um, please let us know if you did like this episode and Charlie will be back next week. Um, we'll give you a full rundown and we have a really good episode planned and uh, some exciting guests coming on too in the next couple of weeks. So yeah, thank you guys. And I will speak to you next week. Thank you. And for coming Bye on. guys. Bye.